Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Keep It Cute podcast. I am your host, Amber Simone, and this is an extra special episode with my guest today, Sabrina Montgomery. Sabrina, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm great. I'm doing great. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's so good to see you. Y'all, me and Sabrina done been through some things together. Done been through. (laughs) We done basically lived together once upon a time. Oh yeah. Basically. I'm like, I know I was a roommate. We became a family. I know, seriously. Yeah. No, it that was that was really fun. Yeah. It seems like a minute ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. It now that I think about it though, it's like we've been in this house for almost a year. And then I was <laughs> yeah. in my old apartment for yeah. what two year? years? Okay. No, it was like two years. At the su- oh, I was about to get my address Dang. out. <laughs> oh, we do live in LA, which everybody yeah. already knows. Yeah. But it's been like three years and some change. Oh my gosh. I know we're old. That's crazy. I was just telling Sabrina how I'm a godparent and I'm like, Lord Jesus, we are actually getting Grown. old. But I don't want to say old because honestly I'm still really looking forward to 30. One of my Why girlfriends do people keep saying that. When you're 30, you might know Sabrina. You gotta tell me. One of my girlfriends (laughs) I work with, she's 30 and she's 30 and thriving. And like she lives in a house and she has a little koi pond. Oh my god. I mean, she has like wine nights. 30 the whole flirty thing. and thriving no like the whole <laughs> shebang and she was like she feels like when you're 30 it's like you're doing the things you dreamed about when you were 20 because like you don't have the resources to really do everything you want to do now unless you like but got I it think 30 just hearing 30 hurts that's yeah. like okay <laughs> it's like because when, when you're well okay i will say i think my reality was a little uh jilted when uh-huh. i was growing up i thought i was gonna be living my life i thought 25 i was gonna be living my life i was gonna have it all i was you gonna had be the five, in my 10 year plan out. oh yeah. yeah like i thought i was like oh 25 i'm about to be living my best life yeah i'm like yes. Yeah, <laughs> he said we're still getting that <laughs> life together. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you, Sabrina is kind of living her best life oh because <laughs> the reason we're doing this podcast today it's still Women's History Month, and again, shout out to all the women who are thriving, who are grinding, including of- the Amber. Oh, thanks, girl. <laughs> She's like when she walked in and saw this setup, she was like, "Okay, we on the news." <laughs> I was like, like, did not expect this, but we're here. I'm glad. I don't know. Okay, you know, what do y'all expect from me? Because one of my other girlfriends who's on the podcast, I only had my mics out the first time we recorded. Yeah. And she thought I was about to sit these mics on the table. <laughs> and I was like, um, we have stands. Don't Ooh. get it twisted. No, we expect <laughs> perfection. We understand you're the Amber Simone. Like we, we expect it, but I was just like you sure you want me on here girl yes this is ooh, Ooh, i am positive because y'all so we have some major major news when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I've been waiting to hear this for some years. <laughs> Sabrina obviously has been waiting her entire lifetime. Yeah, honestly. But she just got accepted to medical school. I did. And that is like a huge win. I know like the nerves have been like creeping up on you to yeah. get that email. Oh, girl. So like how did they tell you? So the story is is interesting. I I interviewed in, in January and then I... Um, I was waiting, waiting, waiting. Uh-huh. And a, a couple of days before I got the actual acceptance, they asked me to uh, confirm my prereqs. Got it, and I was just it. like, why y'all want me to confirm I my know. prereqs? I know, like what's going on? Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, oh my God, oh my God. So I confirmed my prereqs, whatever. And then um, I actually had a friend who's in the process right now too. We both applied, we had both interviewed. And so we were like waiting together. Uh-huh. And they sent, it was, they sent an email. They sent an, the email on, it was Sunday, last Sunday night mm-hmm. at 1130. But okay. I was asleep, so I didn't see it. Oh. But in the middle of the night, you know, you wake up, you check your phone. I checked my phone and my friend texted me and was like, Sabrina with the exclamation part, mark. And I was like, 
oh shoot I, I, like my heart like I, I already know. knew cause I'm like there's, why else would you be texting me this late you yes, know we just yes. confirmed I'm like so I was like okay do I check do I not clicked on my email and I saw it said the, it said congratulations and Aww. I locked my phone really oh. quick <laughs> It was 1.30 a.m. Yes, and I, and I yes. was like, okay, in my sleep, Aww. did I just, and I, I went back. And like, I, is this a dream? Yeah. Girl, I went back, clicked on the email, and it said, like, congratulations. we You have been accepted to Charles R. Drew University, Medicine and Science. You know, your acceptance like is has made history at this point <laughs> like we've we've accepted you because we feel like you belong here like yes, girl like i'm like yes. what oh my goodness and like because you do i appreciate it i just i was shocked mm-hmm. girl i was just like so were you able to go back to sleep after that no so i, I was up. like were you up, up until the next day <laughs> i was up for like a couple hours like i was literally laying in the bed and i was contemplating like oh my gosh should i wake everybody up yeah like, should I wake people girl, up should i tell did them you? i didn't I, oh, for the man, first time like, got the pants clinking girl. y'all we have news well the thing was so i live in inglewood so uh-huh. rolling loud had just happened oh okay, and they okay. had ju- I, ju- I knew that everybody just really went to sleep because yes, we could hear yes. it from my house and like it was super loud so I was like okay okay, okay. I I should just let them sleep um but it was 1 30 in the morning and it was crazy how it all happened and it's like crazy how like God works because it could really just be me and him Mm -hmm. and so for like literally an hour two hours I was like laying in the bed like thank you God thank you God thank you like just literally me and him like um and then I, I think I went back to sleep for probably like an hour Girl, I don't know how you went to sleep. I don't know. I, I don't sit there you just like in and out. You yeah. kind of in and out of sleep. So I I went to sleep because I had to get up. And then at 6 a.m. when I was getting up to get ready for work, like I woke everybody up. Yes, I, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> thank you, like, thank you. I remember we were in the office here and then Brandy was like, our girl just got accepted to medical ah! school. And I was like, oh, my God, like. I knew it was going to happen. I always told Sabrina. So before I tell the people, what kind of doctor do you want to be? So I, for as long as I can remember, I've wanted to be an OBGYN. Mm -hmm. So obstetrics and gynecology. Um, But everybody says when you start med school, it changes. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be the case for me. Yeah, I'm sure some people stick with it, but. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. But right now, definitely OBGYN. So I used to always tell Sabrina, I was like, well, our timelines need to kind of line up. So when you become an OBGYN, you can deliver my child. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now I was like, Sabrina, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And obviously (laughs) through MCATs and studying and trying to get that acceptance to the school you want to go to, it's kind of like this unnerving waiting phase oh yeah and now i'm like okay one step closer two yeah. steps closer to becoming my OBGYN. so oh. i am also very excited sabrina seriously oh. that's <laughs> it really could time. line up like i'm no, so it, it really could i'll wait for you like i don't know if I'll be, i won't be like in attending i'm sure yes but yes. like just to like Girl, be in the we oh on your timeline <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> we're on I your timeline. Uh, <laughs> Look, he on the same timeline. <laughs> Look, y'all both gonna be in school. Okay, Brent. Yeah, I know Brandon. He <laughs> wants his babies. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna need that ring. That, that's y'all. a new. That's another podcast. Look, I know, I know. Look, yo, happy at Happy Jewelers. <laughs> I know okay. somebody's listening. Okay, but no, that is so exciting. How did your family react when you had told them that morning? So everybody, my mom was asleep. And so I told her, she kind of rolled over. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and then I went to tell my sister. My sister started crying Aww. in her sleep, which was hilarious. My yeah. mom followed me to my sister. Like it was a whole thing. Um, my sister started crying. She was like, I'm just so happy for mm-hmm. you. And she was like, she was like, I'm sorry. I'd be a little more excited, but I just rolled up. And I'm like, no, no, I just wanted to tell you like before I went to work. Yes, um, yes. But then like when I got home and like the rest of that day when I was telling people like I think the biggest the 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 thing that made the week the best like obviously like getting the news Mm -hmm. and just being like dang like I really accomplished something that I've been working for for so long Mm -hmm. like I don't even that I don't even think that had really sunk in yet I don't even know if it has fully sunken in in the in now but 
other people's reactions. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling people and like literally everybody's crying. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Girl, you see my body. I say, I'm gonna need no. uh, somebody grab a fan. <laughs> It means a lot, though. We've like, been, honestly, Serena, like, it, I knew it was going to happen. It's just timing. You don't know yeah. when it is. You're, but not, like, you're, like, crying now. I can't. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I don't cry. I am a strong mm-hmm. Aries woman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I've seen you grind and obviously fall down, get back up, and, like, do yeah. this process over and over again. And I know, like, it really takes a lot to, like, really be like, I want this and I'm going to get it. And like that hunger is something people want a lot of things, but not everybody has that hunger for it. It's like people say and they dream of things, but like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get up and do this. But you were hungry and you got it. You know? Yeah, no, it's it's insane. Because like, I don't know about you, but I didn't grow up seeing too many people um, chase their dreams, Mm -hmm. let alone achieve them. Mm -hmm. And so... Please. Girl, <laughs> Sabrina stole me. <laughs> I no. said I didn't think this was gonna be an episode where we need tissues. Oh. <laughs> Don't make me. Lord okay. Jesus. After I'm trying to hold it together, okay? <laughs> Y'all, hold on. We gonna need a break. Yeah. Y'all, so before we move forward anymore, because Sabrina got me in tears, literal <laughs> tears, we gonna have to pop open a yes. bottle of Lamarca for a little celebration. Oh my gosh! All right. I've never popped open a bottle on camera. Ooh. Okay. Well, shoot. Let me get it ready because <laughs> you said let me get my cup. Everything. No, this is yours actually. What? This your cup? <laughs> oh, girl, that's yours. Let's go on and open this. I so appreciate you. Wow. So, you know, if Lamarca wants to sponsor me for the future episodes, okay. <laughs> I can give a shameless okay. plug. Honestly, we always have some kind of drink. I know the last few episodes, we haven't really had drinks as much. And I'll drink sparkling water, but it always makes me so bubbly on camera. I'm (laughs) like sitting here burping. (laughs) Like, that is not cute. I mean, Prosecco (laughs) gonna be a little bubbly too, so. Okay. Okay, be careful. I know. Oh, woo! There we go. All right, tilt the glass a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Ha ha. We are getting somewhere, guys. Okay, let me tilt it. There we go. My sister had taught me that. No, that is she is like a a champagne prosecco queen. Mm -hmm. Her husband is from France. Stop. No, I actually might have her on the pod tomorrow. Shout out, Miss Yasmin Monet. (laughs) Wow, we gonna need to meet because (laughs) look, I know. I love my girl. My go-tos are champagne, rosé, Prosecco. Like, I can't be doing the hard. You get old. Yeah. All right. So we have our glasses of Prosecco. Yes. A little Cheers. clink. Cheers. I know it's not chilled, but, and that is the best. Hey. I, I always, it. I just be holding mine too. Whatever makes you feel <laughs> comfortable. Okay. Now where were, now where were we? Um. Oh, I was saying about. You said it's something I've been working on, you yes, know, for a really yes. long time. And I was saying that I don't know about you, but I didn't watch I didn't grow up watching a lot of people chase their dreams, let alone really like get to them, conquer them. Mm-hmm. And, and not because they and it's it really wasn't even because they didn't want to. It's just they didn't have the resources, they didn't have the knowledge, they didn't have the, you know, definitely. so many things and I definitely had obstacles along mm-hmm. the way, but it just to see those words. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'm oh so wait. God. I thought no. <laughs> you my crying, eye. Sabrina? Ooh. Okay, but to see those words, it it for me, it was just like a real representation of God's love for me, because there are things that I said this year, mm-hmm. and you know they say like manifest the things you want and like be intentional with your words and mm-hmm. like understand that your words have power, and that's something I've been learning, but. There were certain things that I said this year. I was just like, one, I'm not taking the MCAT again. Mm-hmm. I said that. <laughs> and I was convicted in that. Um, but I also, even when I applied, like I definitely felt like I took a risk because I had submitted my application before I even got my second MCAT score back. But I knew I was just like, regardless of what I get, I was just like, I feel like it's time for me to apply. Mm-hmm. I feel I, I was literally like, 
I feel like I've done every single thing in my power. Like there was nothing more that I knew I could do. And so I was just like, I'm going to have to try and they gonna have to tell me no. Yeah. And I got a lot of no's, Mm -hmm. a lot of no's. And, but I, I truly felt like I was supposed to be a doctor for a long time. Like I truly felt like it was my passion. It was, it was like where God wanted me to be is like my purpose in life. So to see that after all the no's, I was just like, Wow. Yeah, that congratulations. I could just imagine you click. Hold on. <laughs> you said, let me I locked my gather phone. myself. <laughs> I locked my because I was like, no. Did no. you see like the school name? When- I did. Oh, okay, okay. I saw, and I, I was, I had only, at that point too, I had only done one interview. Wow. So I already knew. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And Charles Drew is like, amazing like at i was actually driving past it was like the charles drew sign mm-hmm. on the freeway and i was like oh this is where sabrina's gonna be oh. when do you start so uh we start july 19th is like orientation and then okay. they have like cdu summer okay white coat ceremony I know. oh my but goodness i don't know if that's gonna be july 19th uh-huh. or because the but actual coming, fall though. semester starts august 26th okay okay so i don't know if it's gonna be in july or in august but yes yes i can't believe i'm even saying wow that. Like, all I'm these gonna... doctors around me guys i'm in great hands <laughs> oh yeah you're, look, you're gonna live forever <laughs> no i'm in great hands like i love this for me <laughs> uh, it's crazy no that's so exciting even like you're sister crying in her sleep i wish she would have got a little footage of that we could have inserted that in the clips no she would have hated me i know bonnet and every girl we love a bonnet bay (laughs) cry like friends like sending me voicemails like i have some of that i'm like i'm saving these for you have to you have to just your sister might have to make push you to make a little compilation of all your congratulations oh my just gosh. like because when now when you what is it the purple hood is that what you get oh, when you're done i think i don't know if it's purple but it's a hood for sure okay yeah. well some that big old hood that you're I gonna know. get when you graduate from medical school and go on to residency like it's <sighs> yeah. all gonna be a moment yeah so you want to make sure you save that that's true like one thing i started to do is kind of like jot down just small wins because then you don't realize when you actually hit those big goals it's like oh shoot along the way like i did this i did that this good happened because i don't know sometimes we can sulk on the things you know the negatives that happen to us and like those small things that kind of get us to those next steps like they should be recognized oh my god yeah and for me i think and i'm i'm not trying to take y'all to church but i'm gonna just have to take us to church because (laughs) (laughs) no i just really feel like For me, this is like when you say really like encapsulate the moment and really make sure that like you don't forget Mm -hmm. the win. Like, well, one, this is not a small win for me. This is a huge win. But that's a big win. Like that is exceptional. But it is like, you know, whenever I feel like when whenever I get down or whatever, just not forgetting like what God has done for me. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say, like, this doesn't didn't happen for me without him. Like I know that for a fact. And it's just crazy. Like I've seen how I've seen God work in my life. It's like, it's not gonna make sense. It's not gonna be the what you thought or the way you thought, but his timing is perfect. And I'm like living in that. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm I'm really, really grateful and super humble. Yeah. Like I I had dreamt about what this was gonna feel like mm-hmm. for so long. And it's different than what I expected. You're like over here. Okay. I'm like over here. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also just like, I'm just so humble and happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. That's it. Like, you know, <laughs> like, we finally got to the street. I'm so happy that we made it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, girl. That's insane. Like, that's a huge, like, a lot of people, they work so hard to become doctors, even get into medical school. I have an uncle who had a friend who wanted to be a doctor so bad. He was such a smart, wise man, like, beyond his years Mm -hmm. and took the MCAT several times. And it just never happened for him. And he grew to be old and being a doctor just was not in his trajectory Mm -hmm. but i'm like there's so many people who really really work to get to the point that you have finally made it to like that is a big win oh yeah i'm like girl we might need another bottle of champagne i don't know some strawberries (laughs) like a cheesecake something i know no it's girl first of all abolish the mcat it's expensive but then i don't even it's not even like what college you went to it's Mm -hmm. what high school did you go to because i feel like 
And the, yeah, this is probably a whole different podcast. But no, please tell us. I just feel like, well, I know for me, I feel like I, I, I graduated at the top of my class. Like mm-hmm. I was a high achieving student in high school, but I went to a high school in South Central. So mm-hmm. it was like low socioeconomic community. I went to a charter school. Um, and so when I got to UCLA and I'm in this whole new world of people that have been taking AP classes since ninth grade and like, you know, has tutors and understands how they learn and Mm -hmm. like all these things. Like I was not ready. I was like, Oh my gosh. It's a shock and a slap in the face. Like, Whoa. It's like, what planet was I living on? (laughs) Girl, even when I came in, once upon a time, I was pre-med, but I'm going to leave that to y'all. <laughs> I'm, I left it to the pros. Once no. upon a time, I wanted to be a doctor. And when I came into UCLA, I went to a high school in San Bernardino. And girl, it was one of the worst high schools. Like, we had security mm. guards checking you when mm. you came in. It was always a riot of some sort. Like, I went to a really terrible high school, but I made it out. Oh, wow. And I didn't even know that. Girl, that's why a very, that's why I always say, when you can, and I'm going to put them on blast, but get out of Victorville while you can, because <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, Not it's a Victorville. trap. The IE, whatever, <laughs> but especially Victorville, though. There's nothing out there for you, like, especially for young kids. I feel like if you're older, establishing your life, creating Mm -hmm. a family, or even like my mom, she's a teacher. Like, she's not really here for all the lights and action. She did that once upon a time and is over it. But when you're young and trying to make it for yourself, it's not much to get into but trouble. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Like, you have tumbleweeds and one mall, one movie theater. you're right. I spent summers in Victorville because my grandparents lived when out there. When you told me that, I was like, girl, why did you spend your summer in Victorville? Because <laughs> my parents had to work. <laughs> no, I know. I understand. Um, but yeah, no, we spent. I spent my summers in Victorville. It was, it was, we were young. I was you like, was it me? fun? Well, it was me, my my sister, and my cousin. Okay, so we okay. Yeah, definitely make it made fun. it fun. Yeah. But no, there was absolutely, and we were young, young, like, mm-hmm. like elementary, middle school. So it's like, we weren't trying to really be out in the streets like that. Yes. But yes. we had a blast just because we were with our grandparents mm-hmm. and like, you know, but I hear you. Yeah. So even just like that, and when I got to UCLA and started taking those chemistry classes and like all these classes that... When I took chemistry in high school, y'all, we were making soap. <laughs> Literally, I remember when we were making soap, it was all fun, throwing glitter in mm. it, ma- making it pink, like doing all this stuff. And then I'm in a real chemistry class at UCLA. Oof. And I remember I got my first F I have ever gotten in life. I don't think I've ever seen a C. Like I was Girl. shook. Girl. I called my mom in tears. I was like, there's no way I'm making it. Either you need to really yeah. try 10 times as hard as you are. But I don't think like my heart was in it. And your heart really does have to be in it, especially when pursuing a career in medicine like it's not just for the fun it's not just for fun but like I love this and I know that this is my purpose which is what you were just mentioning I did but ooh, them classes (laughs) them classes like definitely tried to break Mm -hmm. you no them classes humble you real quick definitely tried to break me I feel like you know I I, girl I had to take and retake I had Mm -hmm. to spend time after I graduated and like keep going keep you know I was going to two schools at one time Mm -hmm. and working and paying for like I was out here okay I was like y'all not about to tell me now yeah yeah but no it was it was really rough um yeah it was really rough I feel like the chemistry classes for sure I Mm -hmm. I I remember because you know UCLA is on a quarter system Mm -hmm. so it's on a quarter system it goes by so fast but then the classes are also graded on a curve Mm -hmm. so it's like when the curve is not even passing (laughs) when the average of the class is not even passing Mm -hmm. yeah and they used to get excited about that some of the professors like oh only x amount of people can get an a in this class or only x amount of people can and i'm like the logic just never made sense to me like oh only a few of you can be exceptional and the rest like good luck right and then they're obviously telling you like oh you want to go to med school you got to have like a 3.8 yes and then they're intentionally (laughs) giving you these low grades that are like really pulling down your overall gpa yeah it's it's rough yeah that's why i always say i feel like 
no matter what happened at UCLA, I'm like, if you can get through UCLA in any capacity, I feel like it really Facts. did prepare us for life because oh from freshman gosh. year off the bat, they were like, go. Yeah. Like, and the wolves are chasing you right. and you are figuring it out by yourself. Right. And it's like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I loved my experience at UCLA. I would not trade it for the world. And I definitely do think that UCLA did have the resources, mm -hmm. but it's knowing how to access those resources yeah. and how to use them effectively mm -hmm. and i think at 19 18 i don't know we're we trying to go to the honey run <laughs> at 18 19 you not you don't really know and yes, so yes. it took it took more time but yeah. i mean here i am here we are even when you were 18 19 were you still positive like i want to be a doctor oh i knew i wanted to be a doctor for sure since eighth grade mm -hmm. like 13 years old my my eighth grade science teacher really made me love science mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's all i'm gonna say about that. i was gonna say what she do <laughs> no 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 he okay, um, okay no 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 it was it was he, he was oh, a he really was cute <laughs> <laughs> was your teacher cute so you paid attention in I class mean, no no but he he was but yeah. i it really made me love science like mm -hmm. okay before before eighth grade seventh like growing up i always knew like i wanted to go for big things like yes, I thought yes. PhD doctor at one point but then like eighth grade after like science learning about the human body I was like oh my god this is so like this is what I want to do yes yeah and so I knew and then I knew in eighth grade and then going into high school I thought that pediatricians mm -hmm. birth babies like uh, I thought that that's I what they I did I actually remember you wanting to be a pediatrician maybe no it wasn't that long <laughs> oh no because no by then I knew the the opposite okay. I mean yeah, not the opposite by then I knew maybe Brandon lied to me and said you want to be a pedi he pediatrician probably, he but like a long listening. long time ago he probably wasn't because I do remember the OBGYN thing yeah. for a while but I, then I realized I'm like no OBGYNs do that yes and yes I, that's when I was like I've all ever since then realizing the distinction I was like mm -hmm. yeah that's what I want to do no. Yeah. You can be out here delivering babies. Yeah. Even when you start doing your rotations, I guess I don't know if you oh, know for care extenders? Well, the rotation, like when you're in medical school, so how oh, they yeah. have you try everything. Mm -hmm. So when you do your OBGYN tract and start to actually deliver babies. I think I'm gonna cry. No, yeah. It's <laughs> like that's that's gonna be a moment. Yeah. I heard it's it's very emotional I guess I've seen so say. I volunteered in, uh -huh. in like the labor and delivery department before so I've seen like a live birth and I've seen a c-section and it's like so Sabrina tell me a little bit about how it was working in the labor and delivery rooms so I wasn't really working. I was okay. just volunteering. This well, was, you still this did was, some work. This was, <laughs> this was back in undergrad. I did okay. uh, the care extender program. So the, it lets you rotate through different like departments in the hospital. So mm -hmm. um, I rotated in labor and delivery. It took three rotations for me to get there. So got I was it, like so happy. Um, and I saw like my first live birth. Mm -hmm. It was literally the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in no. my life. And I, I was literally like, I remember telling, I was like, I feel like everybody should see this. Uh -huh. And they're like, um, it's traumatizing. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I and heard I'm some like, people do be traumatized. Right. But for me, I was like, it was just so beautiful. And then I, cause I think obviously it's the new life coming into mm -hmm. the world, but then also seeing like the mom's expression, mm -hmm. the dad's expression. Like I was in a really, really, and I know every room is not like this, but I was in a really happy room where yeah, the dad was literally so like sweet. crying and FaceTiming and like Aww. just, you know, um, doing so much. And then I I saw, I got the opportunity to see a C-section too. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to breathe yeah. in that room because I was just <laughs> like, oh my, it was so much happening. Yes, yes. Um, and it's a little barbaric. I'm yeah, I heard it was you. a little gory. It's a little barbaric, but um, it was just amazing. Like she she did the c-section and pulled the baby out and then she also was doing like an iud like placing an iud yes yes girl when i tell you i never took my eyes off of what she was doing uh -huh. i did not see her put it in the iud and it Wait. was i promise you and she she was like yep it's done and i'm like when did, did i blink yeah yeah but it was amazing it was it was really really amazing to see and i was just like i just really want to do this for, i really want to like do, learn how to do this and and be a part of this the rest of my life yes yeah. yes delivering babies <laughs> i've always thought like it's so interesting like women are phenomenal because i'm like we yeah. birth life yeah 
And I'm just thinking like, I, I just never can put it together because I'm like, as a human body, Girl. there's literally a little tiny human growing inside of you. Even it, yeah. like if you breastfeed, Ugh. like you are keeping this baby alive. You and know? that's what fascinates me the most because learning like how like you learn mitosis and meiosis mm-hmm. and learning how like one little egg and sperm come together and like create this whole human. Like I just, yeah. that was the pregnancy and learning gestation and all that. That was what really um, interested me. And I was just like, I, this is it. Yeah. I'm yeah. serious. Like that concept of like women birthing life into the world. I'm, I still, it doesn't really make sense to me. I'm like, this is, um, this is magical for Absolutely. real. Cause like yeah. what? It's like, you can talk all the science you want, but yes, it is like yes. a true miracle. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you want to touch on in particular regarding medicine? I, I guess I do want to say like for people and I don't even, I wouldn't even say I'm like super qualified at this point. Like I'm still going through this moment. Right. But I will say like for, for pre-meds, like for people that want to get in and get to this moment, I would just say like, you're, I feel like no, no, nobody's perfect. No application is perfect. Like all of that. But I would say like, um, a lot of people are going to tell you, oh, you should do this. You should do that. Mm-hmm. And I think at a, you, 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 you have to take that in and you definitely should, should seek out advice and all that. But I, I would say my personal advice mm-hmm. would be if you really feel like you did everything in your power, like left nothing on the table and you can be honest with yourself, like Mm -hmm. not telling someone else, but really like sitting down with you yourself as a person and really saying, did I check all these boxes? Mm -hmm. Did I do everything that I could possibly do? Did I, did I seek out and like take advantage of every single resource in my life? Did I try my hardest? Did I cut out the distractions? Did I sacrifice it? Like if you can sit down and say that, that's when you should apply. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like I was at, th- I got to that point mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know, everybody would have said, mm, maybe you should wait. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe you should take another year. Mm, maybe you should retake said it No more years. I was like, <laughs> no. Yeah. And I did it and I'm just really grateful. Like it paid off and that's my only advice. I'm like, other people be like, oh, you got to get this number. You got to get this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, keep it keep it G with yourself yeah, and then and then go for your dream. That is true. I'm like, I know a lot of people, they wait to get that perfect number or that perfect score, whatever it looks like. And then now you're doing another year and you're doing another gap year. You're doing another rotation of some sort, but you yeah. still have not applied. And like you said, like, just, just do it. It gets to a point where you got to be like, they gonna have to tell me now. I know. <laughs> you said before we, we do not put ourselves out there. You gonna have to tell me this is not mine right now. Yeah. And I thought I was ready to like, all right, I'm gonna have to get ready for another cycle. And mm-hmm. that was the other thing. I got in on the first time I tried. That's wild, Sabrina. Like, Even before that, like leading up into you actually getting accepted. So with the MCAT, yeah. I guess like what was your experience with the MCAT <sighs> before, you know, you got into me- medical school? So I took my MCAT twice. Mm-hmm. The first time I took it, I was studying in the pandemic and all of that. It was a hot mess Um, just because like dates of taking the test were changing. Mm -hmm. I actually think I feel like me and Brandon were studying at the same time Mm -hmm. for the first one or yeah, something like that. Excuse me. I ended up the first time pushing it back because I wasn't ready. I was super stressed. I, you know, it, it was just so much information at one time. But, you know, they were like, if you've been studying for three, four months, you should just go take it. Like, mm-hmm. don't keep waiting. I had studied for six months at that point because I had pushed it back and I took it and definitely didn't get where didn't get where I wanted to. Yes. yes. Um, but I took it because I was just like, F it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just going to take it. Uh-huh. Um, but. At that point, I had looked at my MCAT, I had looked at my application, and it was just really apparent. Like, I had some more work to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also another, like, I guess thing I wanted to, wanted to say is, like, again, you got to really be real with yourself. Yeah. And you got to be humble enough to be like, I got more work to do. Um, so the second time I took it, I had gotten a private tutor. Mm-hmm. I had spent the money. I had, I had taken uh, time off from work. I was just like... We have to get this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did see improvement 
I definitely saw improvement. It wasn't perfect. Like it wasn't what I had wanted, mm-hmm. but then I also had to, I think looking back, cause in the moment I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't have all this reflection, but I think looking back, it was just like, um, I think I had to be a little bit more realistic of what I was asking from myself. Like definitely. I definitely started behind the curve just with the high school I went to and how much I had to retake things and how, how far I had to come. And so me trying to get a 520, mm-hmm. you know, Probably wasn't that realistic, but yeah. of course you 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 shoot for the best. What's the highest score that you can get? <laughs> five twenty eight. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I was, I was shooting like, for let's a give the people a little context. Not like, that if you I was don't shooting know. for a five twenty because uh-huh. people know that is insane. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, what I expected of myself was was a lot from mm-hmm. where I came from and what I had to overcome. Um, but I did see the improvement, and that was the other thing. Like, it was detaching my self worth from a number Mm -hmm. and that was really hard that was really 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 hard because anybody who's done this process knows that the admissions committee literally will screen you out if you don't have a certain number yes yes um but i saw my improvement i and i just i took it i took it but at that point like i said i had already made the decision that i was going to apply so i had submitted my application or no i didn't submit my application yet it was in the works i had taken my mcat in june Mm -hmm. and before i even got the score back i just i submitted the application because i was just like god i know you said i'm about to take a chance on myself (laughs) yeah and see what happens and i'm glad i did yeah because even when it came back it wasn't what i wanted Mm -hmm. but it was what i whatever what i it got me in that's what i'm saying it was what i needed (laughs) yeah or i didn't you know so um that was my experience i feel like i wouldn't even say i have um advice to give for the mcat because Mm -hmm. the mcat is really a beast of its own yeah and i wouldn't say I'm even the best person to give advice for it. Mm-hmm. But I but like I said, I would just say if you have done everything in your power, bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Girl, that's that's the only way you move forward is betting on yourself. Yeah. I'm like when you stay in positions where it's too comfortable, you're like, oh, like I can get by with this. We can get by with that. Yeah. But like when you really take a chance on yourself, there the stars are limitless. Like you have no idea what's going to happen. Even like with you, I didn't know that, you know, you applied before even knowing what your score was. You were like, we about to toss it up in the air. I didn't even tell you guys. No. I was so nervous. Girl, I'm not even I understand too. I'm not going to sit here and act like I I was uh, anxiety ball. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because for months you're just waiting. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want to tell a whole bunch of people because what if uh, I know I know and then you got to explain like why if it doesn't go your way like why this happened yeah and then you do it again and it's like okay well I got to explain it again like I don't we're not doing this cycle anymore (laughs) but now it's great news though like we got some amazing amazing news (laughs) so in the midst of all this like studying and obviously applying and getting in what has your free time looks like? Do you have any free time as someone who was trying to get into medical school? After I applied and finished secondary? Yeah. <laughs> so before that, no. Oh my God, no. But I had already, I, I didn't have that much, but mm-hmm. I had already, I feel like gotten used to like my life because I felt like, I mean, I was busy. I was I was in school. I was working at mm-hmm. the same time. I was studying for the MCAT. I was working. I had took some time off, but I was still studying for the MCAT. Yes, yes. I was applying and working. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I, doing, a, doing lot a lot all the time. Yeah. And then even when I applied, it was like, ugh, okay, like I had a month where I could just like relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I didn't pre write my secondaries <laughs> because I was so tired. Um, so I got like a month mm-hmm. where I could just breathe for a second. After I submitted and then secondaries came. Got it. Got it. And with secondaries, like the expectation is that you, you turn those around within two weeks, Mm -hmm. but when you're getting like a lot at one, and I applied to a lot of schools that did like holistic reviews. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them would send out secondaries before they even like screened you out or whatever. They just wanted to get a full picture of you. Yes. Yes. So after I finished secondaries, that's when I feel like I got free time. Like I was just working and I yeah. was like, oh my God, what do I do with all this stuff? I know, like, you're like, whoa. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I can hang, I can like go do stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. So it did come eventually, but for a while, I didn't have just that laser much focus. Free time. Yeah. 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 Okay, Sabrina, I had to ask, 
How has being a pre-med student affected your relationships, whether platonic or just friendships in general? I feel, girl, um, it's definitely, it took a lot of sacrifice. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I had to sacrifice a lot of, like, friend time, a lot of relationship time, Mm -hmm. like, And I feel like even after graduating, like my life changed as far as like how much time I was spending with like friends and with um, just being in a relationship, too. I think time gets sacrificed. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been kind of it has it was kind of difficult. It was it was hard to realize that, like, okay, I have to put some of these things on hold to get to my dream. And then obviously, like you see a lot of people on this path that relationships don't make it Mm -hmm. whether it be friend whether it be friends with or whether it be like romantic relationships Mm -hmm. like they don't make it and so that has always been like a question for me like oh can I have it all Mm because I'm a I'm the type of person that really thinks that I can have it all like I want I want the family I want the kids I want to be present I want to be the you know like I want to be a doctor too yeah and I still feel like I can have it. Mm-hmm. I just think it it takes a lot. It's going to take a lot of like growth and maturity and like people that really want or I guess don't mind like penciling things in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can say I've definitely found a lot of those people and I'm like so grateful for like the village. I'm so grateful for the relationships I've had, friendships, romantic. Like I'm very, very grateful for those people. Um, but I feel like it's 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 pending. It's mm-hmm. like we'll see because I've only done like a third of the battle. Yeah. Um, this is almost like the beginning again. Exactly. <laughs> the beginning exactly. of something new. Exactly. So to be continued, we'll see. All right. <laughs> to be continued, Sabrina Montgomery, y'all. All right, Sabrina. So now that we have discussed a lot of your medical journey and getting into medical school, mm-hmm. I want to ask a few fun questions just so we all can get to know Sabrina a little bit better. I'm ready. Number one, <laughs> what are you listening to right now? Oh, my gosh, girl. <laughs> I already SOS. know the answer to this. SZA. Uh-huh. Like, Aren't we all when you walked in my house on repeat. It was on the TV. Yeah, no, that it's on repeat right now. I'm also listening to um a new artist that I found, Shansia. Okay. She's a How do you spell that? Do you know? S H E N Okay, at least we at least <laughs> as long as we got the first part, Shansia, we can go look yeah. it up on Spotify. No, but definitely look her up. Like she's okay. uh it's like um what is it called? Like Afrobeats, but okay. she's from Jamaica, girl. I just, Ooh, yeah. Okay, let she me add it to the party like, playlist. Yeah, she got songs with like Tyga, uh, Megan, oh, wow. Wizkid. Like she's. I probably up. have seen her name before, but yeah. I just it's it's not clicking. Yeah, so. she's really good. So those two, I'm listening to. So off of SOS, what's like your top two Don't songs? Don't make me do that. No. Don't make me do that. See, I gave you two. Uh, I didn't say one. I gave you two. <laughs> I love that whole album with everything in my heart. Okay. Uh, well, there's a few songs. I skip but blind is like my number one I love blind um and then I would probably have to say mm, oh my god it depends on the day you like love language I do but it's not my favorite it's not my it's not my absolute favorite like what about snooze I love snooze. Okay, okay hold on. Let me, because I got to look at a track list now. <laughs> okay, so Blind is one of my favorite, but okay. then... A TikTok hit, for sure. <sighs> There's one, like... Gone Girl and Conceited. Okay, Gone Girl. Love I like Gone, Gone, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I, I know, saying. you're like, dang, this is hard. It was so hard, but that's why I said it. Well, I agree with Blind. I find myself singing Blind at random times of the day. Right? That was the first song when it came out that I immediately connected with. I'm surprised you don't like love language. It's not that I don't like it. It's just... Girl, the beat? You don't feel it? <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. No, I do like love language because I love okay, how she okay. tied in that other song. Yes, it's, yes. Oh my God, like that was perfect. But I, if you, you making me pick two. I know, like, I, but I gave you two, not just one. I know, but there's like others. <laughs> I understand, I yeah. understand. But I do like love language. Okay. It's just not my top two. I still hurt. <laughs> so second question, what's your favorite place you've traveled to internationally and domestically? Because awesome. Sabrina was already about to fight me because about this question. That is so hard. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Domestically, Hawaii. Okay. I loved Hawaii. I have not been to Hawaii. Girl, allergies are not even a thing. I'm I was about saying. to say allergies are bad. They're oh, not Lord. a thing. Wow. Okay, you can just go breathe your best air. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like an ad. I know. No, <laughs> no, no. Breathe no. your best air. But in no, Hawaii. it's beautiful and like definitely Hawaii. Yes, yes. Um, and then shoot, okay, out of country. <sighs> She's like, I travel a little bit. <laughs> She's do like, that. just a little don't bit. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. You've been to Europe before, right? I've been to Europe. And that's why I'm like, I don't even know. because there Did was you go to so Italy? Many, yeah. Okay, okay. It's just so many places. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say two because that's okay, just Okay, say two. I can't even pick. <laughs> um, I really like Turks and Caicos. Okay, when I that's went. beautiful. I really like Turks I've and seen Caicos. the Instagram videos. Oh, my God. Water is a dream. fantastic. It was a, literally a dream right on the beach like beautiful um but then oh my god can i just say my whole study abroad trip look what'd you do for your study abroad trip put us on madrid barcelona france italy um and then sorry when we were in france we did paris and we did versailles oh my goodness when we were in spain we did madrid barcelona and galicia oh my god and i can't really pick <laughs> it's okay um, it's okay but no if okay if i absolutely absolutely had to pick i would say my favorite i really liked paris okay i really liked paris. I've, i had a good time in paris too people yeah. have a lot to say about paris honestly and it's not always the best thing but i yeah. had an amazing time in paris i had a great time one day one full day when we were in paris we went to lollapalooza so uh-huh. i don't even know if that counts oh, oh my god but that was insane <laughs> but i really did like spain too mm-hmm. we lit we actually lived in madrid for six weeks so okay. i have like that place has a special that that place has a special place in my heart yes, yes um and i really did love that place too um so yeah i don't know if i, I didn't answer your question no you did but <laughs> we know she's a well-traveled gal so she's like i don't know i can't choose I can't, yeah so number three where is your happy place oh the beach oh the beach anywhere it i don't care i need like i know for sure i gotta live by a beach my my literal dream is a beach house Uh that is my happy place so do you think you'll stay in california long term is this where you want to be so because where else are you getting the beach i know I mean, I'm in Miami. Miami. I could go get me a beach house in Jamaica. You feel Wait, me? <laughs> look, I'm like, oh, you go to Miami. <laughs> I mean, Miami be having them hurricane. I can't. Even, <laughs> no, I mean, that's I'm true. LA girl. That is true. So I thought that I wanted to like move away, and I, I, I guess I'd be open to it in the mm-hmm. future. But I know, like, I do want to like own property here and like yes, yes. lay some roots here. Yeah. So LA is like always going to be in my life, like always. Same. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Number four, who would you want to play you in a movie? I have three. Okay, okay so first off, my criteria <laughs> for who should play me in a movie, little boobs. I thought you were about to say little boozy. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I need somebody to, that, I need, I need an actress that represents for the little boob girls out here. Okay, and obviously, like, I'm light-skinned, so if you could look like that a little bit, like, I feel like we're here. You say at least, like, really, like, oh, yeah, that is Sabrina. Yeah, like, like something, that, you know? <laughs> so, um, I feel like I, ha- I have three. So, my first one is, what is her? Uh, Michelle Weaver. Like, I was like, Michelle, Michelle Weaver. Michelle <laughs> Weaver. She was in Love Is. And okay. I don't really know, like, I don't know too much about her, all that, but I loved her character mm-hmm. in Love Is. Like, I really Nuri, enjoyed Love Is, too. Nuri, I may have to rewatch that. Girl, it's yeah. not even enough. I'm not even going to watch it because it's going to hurt my heart that yeah. it's not still on. But loved her character in that. Mm-hmm. So if that, if I could have her, that would be great. But also, um, like, dream of my life, mm-hmm. Zendaya. Yeah. Like, Zendaya, she... Girl. I can't even believe the things she's doing now. I'm like, girl. she's so badass. And I just have to say, okay, people did not like Malcolm and Marie. Okay? Yeah, but yeah, she... A lot of people didn't. I freaking love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think that they did some of their best acting. I haven't seen Euphoria because I can't <gasps> go there. It's too Why? sad. Cause it's just, it's, I, I, I like happy TV. Girl, you got to watch Euphoria. <laughs> At least just in your mind, just say this is a TV is it show. It's just a show. Okay. A show okay fine, you know, fine. you have to experience the Euphoria effect for real. Like that will really like puncture 
Okay. Let me not say all that, but because <laughs> I'm like, he's a puncture. I know. <laughs> okay. No, Euphoria is a must watch, especially if you like Zendaya. Oh, I love her. I yeah. think she's amazing. Even her little sister, um, Rue, I forget her real name, but I I know exactly. Yeah, her little about. sister yeah. does an amazing job too. The mom, like, <sighs> they're all across the board. There's also this one man who I got to look up his name because. He's actually my favorite actor. Okay, like, but it's ever. sad. It's not always sad. She, isn't she a drug addict? You know, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. So, boom. His name is Coleman Domingo. Okay. And after seeing his work in Euphoria, forever changed. He he does like a... He a drug dealer. <laughs> well, he used, to, he used to be on drugs. But then he got clean. Oh and then he helps Ruge clean-ish. But Zendaya is still on drugs. She's she's kind of hardcore. Okay. Yeah, so but he to, is trying to help I'm her to change that. her life. I'm have to watch that. No, you do. <laughs> he is trying to help her change her life. But <laughs> okay. We look. We have a whole episode about Euphoria. Oh but my God. After you watch Euphoria. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Last question. Okay. What's inside or outside of your dream house? Outside of my dream house is a beach. Like I want a beach okay. house. Like I need my house needs to be on a beach for okay. sure. Inside of my dream house. Something from Architectural Digest. Oh. I love, like, I don't even know if I could really say because I just have so many ideas yes, of what I want yes. for, like, my dream house. Yeah. But if we want to get, like, uh, sentimental, mm -hmm. a happy, healthy family. Oh, yeah. stop. You already know how I am, please. See, now we got to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Keep It Cute podcast. Sabrina, thank you for joining and sharing you your story, me. sharing your wins. Honestly, I know this isn't something you just do all the time. No. So I appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Seriously. Can I just say? Yes. It's Women's History Month. Yes, and I is. just want to pump you up because Aww. you are doing the damn thing. Thank you. Very and much. I know that. It's not easy, girl. Yeah. And you out here. So I just want to say thank you for making this space, putting this spotlight on. Like, it is is special. Thank and you, you definitely have a very, like, warm and, like, just welcoming presence. Like, this was just an amazing experience. Thank you so much, Sabrina. Y'all heard it here first. You will catch me every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Don't forget to follow the Keep It Cute podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And don't forget for all exclusive information, follow at Keep It Cute Pod on all socials. I'll catch you next week. Cheers Bye. to that.